Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. The Lord's is the earth in its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Most ancient of all mysteries, before your throne we lie. Have mercy now, most merciful, most holy Trinity. When heaven and earth were still unmade, when time was yet unknown, you in your radiant majesty did live and love alone. You were not born. There was no source from which your being flowed. There is no end which you can reach, for you are simply God. How wonderful creation is, the work which you did bless. What then must you be like, dear God, eternal loveliness? Most ancient of all mysteries, before your throne we lie. Have mercy now and evermore, most holy Trinity. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. Alleluia. How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart. Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains, their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows, they are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace, they clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice, their minds seethe with plots. They scoff, they speak with malice, from on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words. They say, how can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them. 
such are the wicked, but untroubled they grow in wealth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. Alleluia. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Alleluia. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence. When I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day. Then I said, if I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem, too hard for my mind to understand, until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked. How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord. When you wake, you dismiss them as phantoms. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Alleluia. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Alleluia. And so, when my heart grew embittered and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight. Yet, I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and so you will lead me to glory. What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever. All those who abandoned you shall perish. He will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works at the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Alleluia. My heart and my flesh, alleluia, rejoice in the living God, alleluia.
from the book of Revelation. I, John, saw a wild beast come out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads. On its horns were ten diadems, and on its heads blasphemous names. The beast I saw was like a leopard, but it had paws like a bear and the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave it his own power and throne together with great authority. I noticed that one of the beast's heads seemed to have been mortally wounded, but this mortal wound was healed. In wonderment, the whole world followed after the beast. Men worshipped the dragon for giving his authority to the beast. They also worshipped the beast and said, Who can compare with the beast or come forward to fight against it? The beast was given a mouth for uttering proud boasts and blasphemies. But the authority it was given was to last only 42 months. It began to hurl blasphemies against God, reviling him and the members of his heavenly household as well. The beast was allowed to wage war against God's people and conquer them. It was likewise granted authority over every race and people, tongue and nation. The beast will be worshipped by all those inhabitants of earth who did not have their names written at the world's beginning in the book of the living, which belongs to the Lamb who was slain. Let him who has ears heed these words. If one is destined for captivity, into captivity he goes. If one is destined to be slain by the sword, by the sword he will be slain. Such is the faithful endurance that distinguishes God's holy people. Then I saw another wild beast come, out about, come up out of the earth. It had two horns like a ram and it spoke like a dragon. It used the authority of the first beast to promote its interests by making the world and all its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose mortal wound had been healed. It performed great prodigies. It could even make fire come down from heaven to earth as men looked on. Because of the prodigies it was allowed to perform by authority of the first beast, it led astray the earth's inhabitants, telling them to make an idol in honor of the beast that had been wounded by the sword and yet lived. The second wild beast was then permitted to give life to the beast's image so that the image had the power of speech and of putting to death anyone who refused to worship, it, to worship it. It forced all men, small and great, rich and poor, slave and free, to accept a stamped image on their right hand or their forehead. Moreover, it did not allow a man to buy or sell anything unless he was first marked with the name of the beast or with the number that stood for its name. A certain wisdom is needed here. With a, little, with a little ingenuity, anyone can calculate the number of the beast, for it is a number that stands for a certain man. The man's number is 666. Whoever is victorious will be clothed in white robes. I shall praise his name in the presence of my Father and the angels. Alleluia. Whoever stands firm until the end will be saved. 
I shall praise his name in the presence of my Father and the angels. Alleluia. From the Book on the Holy Spirit by St. Basil the Great, Bishop. Our Lord made a covenant with us through baptism in order to give us eternal life. There is in baptism an image both of death and of life. The water being the symbol of death, the spirit giving the pledge of life. The association of water and the spirit is explained by the twofold purpose for which baptism was instituted, namely to destroy the sin in us so that it could never again give birth to death and to enable us to live by the Spirit and so win the reward of holiness. The water into which the body enters as into a tomb symbolizes death. The Spirit instills into us his life-giving power, awakening our souls from the death of sin to the life that they had in the beginning. This, then, is what it means to be born again of water and the Spirit. We die in the water, and we come to life again through the Spirit. To signify this death and to enlighten the baptized by transmitting to them knowledge of God, the great sacrament of baptism is administered by means of a triple immersion and the invocation of each of the three divine persons. Whatever grace there is in the water comes not from its own nature, but from the presence of the Spirit, since baptism is not a cleansing of the body, but a pledge made to God from a clear conscience. As a preparation for our life after the resurrection, our Lord tells us in the Gospel how we should live here and now. He teaches us to be peaceable, long-suffering, undefiled by desire for pleasure, and detached from worldly wealth. In this way, we can achieve, by our own free choice, the kind of life that will be natural in the world to come. Through the Holy Spirit, we are restored to paradise. We ascend to the kingdom of heaven, and we are reinstated as adopted sons. Thanks to the Spirit, we obtain the right to call God our Father. We become sharers in the grace of Christ. We are called children of light, and we share in everlasting glory. In a word, every blessing is showered upon us, both in this world and in the world to come. As we contemplate them even now, like a reflection in a mirror, it is as though we already possessed the good things our faith tells us that we shall one day enjoy. If this is the pledge, what will the perfection be? If these are the first fruits, what will the full harvest be? As we rise up from the baptismal waters, our sins are washed away. And the Holy Spirit comes down to us like a dove, bringing the peace of God from heaven, where the church is prefigured by the Ark of Noah. Alleluia. 
the blessed waters of the sacrament of baptism, free us for eternal life. And the Holy Spirit comes down to us like a dove, bringing the peace of God from heaven, where the church is prefigured by the Ark of Noah. Hallelujah. O God, perfect light of the blessed, by whose gift we celebrate the Paschal Mysteries on earth, bring us, we pray, to rejoice in the full measure of your grace for ages unending. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.